Over the Fox kept clicking, I barely stopped. New guests on NBC, no one that represent me. So I got tired of waiting. Sit, master debate. Give me some headlines, it must be past bedtime. Sleeping on me still like I ain't vitamin D for real. Rip your city, play devil's advocate. Ain't ready, gon' have to smack a bit. Tell me something good, a recipe for success. Give me some timeline, shop session and flight deck. Hey, P, what's next? Starting off in the Windy City, and no, this ain't Chicago, but this is your boy. Maestro of Ceremonies, and I go by the name of COD Decatur Boy Music, coming back to y'all from a long hiatus, saying hi to all of my supporters, because we don't talk about them other folk, you feel what I'm saying, man? And we just going to tip it toe back into this thing and give y'all a little short episode, you feel me? And introduce y'all to the transition to conversations on wax network but this is give me some headlines and i wouldn't be taking off on the mothership if i didn't have my co-pilot and he go by the name of it's your boy p henry trotter the fourth aka home run trot one alias shawty Psych, I'm gonna give you two, aka your grandma's favorite house guest, because y'all love that Monica. Burr, 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 burr. We back in the saddle, man. Hey, the Cowboys, yippee, yippee, guy, yay! Man, I'm doing well, man. And we ain't gonna bear the lead. We got a real professional. You feel me? Got my whole setup over here. And if you see that bracky tacket, you already know what we about to attack it. You feel me? New Czar in town. New Czar in town. I think that's what they call the king over there on that side. Nikola Jokic <laughs> is undisputably him. Not Austin Reeves. He he running the NBA right now. And he could care less. Uh, but we're gonna start off talking about them NBA playoffs. And I started with where it finished. P. Mm-hmm. Because we took about a two-month hiatus and that how long it lasted, we took the playoffs off. Cause we some players uh, and other things. But uh, P man, did you catch any other playoffs? Man, did it work out how you thought it was? Who you had at the beginning of that thing, man? Um, it did not work out how I thought it was. Uh, it did not work out how I thought it was, and it didn't go how I wanted it to go. So neither of those things were true. And if you live outside of Miami. In Denver, Colorado, and Serbia, I think is where he's from, maybe. If you live outside of those places, then I it don't I don't think it went the way you wanted it to go either. Uh, <laughs> these are facts, man. Hey, so so <laughs> let's let's start it off in the Eastern Conference, man. We had yeah. a first round matchup between the Heat and the Bucks. Of course, the mm-hmm. Heat came out of that one. We had mm-hmm. the Knicks. And the Cavs mm-hmm. and the Knicks came out of that Cavs series. Surprise me. How you feel about that? Were you expected the Knicks to do big things? Um, I I expected that to be the best out of the first round series, to be honest. I, I expected that one to go seven games. I didn't I and I expected the Knicks. I trust Julius, 
more than I trust Donovan. So, yes, that, that yeah. kind of went how I yeah. thought it would go. Fast, fast. Okay, and then we had the Sixers Nets, <laughs> the the KD list, the Kyrie list Nets. <laughs> Joel B did what he's supposed to do and smack them up. Then we had the Celtics Hawks, yeah. the Frisky Hawks, who beat the Eastern Conference champion Heat in the play in. They mm-hmm. lost to the Celtics <laughs> in way too many games, man. Yeah. So in that second round, we had Heat Knicks. Mm-hmm. Heat beat the Knicks. Ain't too much to say about that. Jimmy Butler did what he do. 76 mm-hmm. of Celtics, man. Did you catch any of that series? I did. I caught a good. That's probably the series I watched the most uh, did the Celtics win it or did the Sixers lose it I think <laughs> the Sixers lost it man <laughs> mm. I think the Sixers lost man like I don't know what it is about actually yeah the, the Sixers lost and I he said nah gonna... I know what it is tell him what it is Doc Rivers man <laughs> <laughs> yes and you and I have had this conversation and it took Doc Rivers with the first established big three the first established big three Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce it took them the most games of an NBA champion in history to win that championship with three Hall of Famers four Hall of Famers Yeah, Hall of Famers, because we ain't calling them Doc no more till he get another job. We calling them Crop Rivers. You Crop Rivers till you get another job. You fucking phony. Uh, If anybody else dumb enough (laughs) to give you a job, to the end, bro. You Crop Rivers around here. Yeah, bro. Yeah, let's pass. Let's let's move on. Yeah, I got. It looked like I got my beard painted on like Flowrider this week. I just cut it down with. (laughs) I don't want no beef. Uh. Uh, that was speculation. I'm pretty sure he grow it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Mr. Scapegoat. Nigga had the nerve. I still remember when this bitch ass nigga said he didn't know if he could win a championship with a number one overall pick at point guard when he won one with Rondo. This nigga a clown, man. This nigga told Tim Duncan that he couldn't bring his family on the plane. That's why... NBA fans was robbed of Tim Duncan and T-Mac together in Orlando. Did you know that? I did not know that. He is also the coach with the most blown 3-1 leads in NBA history in the playoffs. He is also the coach with the most blown Yeah, he is also the coach with the most blown 3-2 leads in history. And I know what you're thinking. (laughs) You gotta get the 3-2 to blow a 3-1 lead. No, no, no. But when it's 2-2, and they go up three, he blow two elimination games more than anybody ever. That's that guy. And the only thing he ever did right was not fuck up the first super team of this era. Um, I think about that, bro. Like, you are in That's the only thing he did right in his career. All the talent that you have had, you have always been in a position to be in the playoffs. For the more the majority of your career, for you to have the most three one series block three one series is blown. This and three two nigga had prime Blake Griffin, prime Chris Paul, prime DeAndre Jordan, and two men who have independently 
won six man of the year three times apiece. Lou Will and motherfucking uh Jamal Crawford on the on the Clippers. And not to mention he You had couldn't a get a stronger bench. That's a 40 point bench with two niggas. Percentage. That's a 40 point bench with two niggas. In the playoffs, you could shorten your rotation to sell them. To sell them. Go small and and ball. And it still be Lob City. Don't sit Blake and DeAndre at the same time. He a terrible coach. Uh and, and, and to finish my Croc Rivers spiel, fuck him. Cause his 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 script, his greatest coaching maneuver is scapegoating somebody at every location. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was T Mac in Orlando traded him to Houston. Couldn't get it done as the guy. It was Ray Allen in Boston, he was fucking up the chemistry. He was a locker room cancer. He went to Miami. It was Blake Griffin in L.A. Couldn't handle being number two. Didn't like Chris Paul, which nobody does. Sent Blake Griffin to Detroit. Detroit. Had to sign there to get the extension he felt like he deserved after all the time he had put in in L.A. After fucking it up in L.A., got traded as a coach somehow. Wow. Oh, now that's how he got to L.A., Nigga mm-hmm. fired. Then he take Balmer was like, nah, I'm done. He got smart because they had been there, man. He took it puss out of Philly. And Philly a horrible organization. These are the decisions Philly made in the span of five years. In the Jason Tatum draft. No, excuse me. In the Jalen Brown draft, mm-hmm. they took Ben Simmons. Okay. Yeah. First overall. Jalen Brown went number three to the Celtics. When the Celtics took Jason Tatum number three overall, they took Markel Fultz number one overall and hired Doc Rivers. And then they let Jimmy Butler walk and kept Tobias Harris. They did all of that in the span of five years. Worst fucking organization front office in the league outside of Michael Jordan team. And told they... They failed for a decade to get that five years of opportunity. (laughs) They failed for a decade to get them five years of opportunity. Hoarding draft picks. Getting away from bad trades. Signing bum-ass niggas to max contracts because you had to spend to the salary cap. Like... To uh, I think 90% of the salary cap you got to put on your roster. Signing niggas to two-year contracts, paying them $30 million a year, knowing they ain't tradable contracts. The process took 10 years for them five years of decisions. And they got put out the playoffs by Boston. They got put out the playoffs by Miami. They got put out the playoffs by their bad decisions. Year after yeah. year, bro. That's the funniest part of it. And Doc Rivers, the worst of all the decisions, because they still could have figured it out. Had an MVP level player and had Ben Simmons, a nigga who could be a depoy and a not shoot first point guard, which is rare in this league. And he's seven feet yeah. tall. He had mismatch anywhere. And he faster than other point guards who's small. So he wasn't a liability in any way. Yeah. If him, if that nigga would just get in the paint <laughs> and dribble around, Brad, he could be yoked without the shoot. But uh, Heat Celtics, he he took them out in seven. Yeah. They got up three yeah. one. Yeah, 
took it to game seven and then put it on them in Boston. How did you feel about how that finished out to give us our championship? Because the world was mad as fuck at Boston. And I can't say that I'm disappointed with the world logic. Um, Boston lost. Like, they lost the series more than Miami won the series. Like, you allowed a team... They had a 3-1 lead. My bad. This shows you. They did, I mean, true. They did have a 3-1 lead, but you put a team... With a three-one lead, you took them to seven games. You went, you went out, and you hold up, won. hold up, hold up. Excuse me, I'm pretty sure they had a three-zero lead. Yeah, because them niggas yeah, would walk around yeah, saying, yeah. "Don't let us get yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> don't let us get one. Yeah, don't three, let us yeah, get another one. Hey, hey, don't let us get another one. They let you get three. Was you gonna take one? <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> My bad. You right. Yeah. Boston lost it because they some losers. Once you come back from 3 0, it's in you the gotta finish it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to. <laughs> like, you got to. That say everything. Bro. On, on you your just, floor. That hit the nail on, on the head, floor? man. On your we, floor. You got a game on, seven to your as floor. As the higher seed playing the eight seed who lost the first play in game, and the play in ain't even been a thing for that long. Bruh, we going to skim through the West because it was some chalk. Nuggets chalk. smacked up the Timberwolves. <laughs> Suns smacked up the Clippers. Warriors smacked up the Kings. Lakers smacked up the Grizzlies. I don't give a fuck what the seeding is. That's chalk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nuggets smacked up the Suns. You did. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Warriors, Lakers. We gonna talk about this one. That's why I wanted to scale yeah. through this one. Yeah. Joseph J. Squibbles. Going into this motherfucking series, my dude. They was talking about this shit as the final decision maker, the nail in the coffin to the Curry versus LeBron debate, as if it was ever a fucking debate. Whoever win this series in the bragging rights forever moving forward. And just like the bubble was the hardest championship in the world to play in. Niggas had players meeting that wanted to quit before they ever even got to the playoff part. They were dealing with social justice issues and feeling like they were betraying their own color of their skin by going to fucking work like everybody else had to do. Middle of a pandemic. They eating bologna sandwiches and Mickey Mouse goddamn peanut butter and cheese. You feel me? And cheese. And jelly. And jelly. And jelly. Uh, But then LeBron won it. And instead of it being... What every basketball player in the NBA called it after that fateful day, the one they was trying to win for Kobe, it became the Mickey Mouse championship. Not the Kobe championship, the one that LeBron made sure the Lakers brought home. It ain't the Kobe championship that had a fairy tale ending because he made sure the Lakers brought it home. It's the Mickey Mouse championship. And this series, all of a sudden, was just a second-round playoff series. Talk to me about the Warriors versus Lakers. You called any of that non-legendary piece of history that won't be I a part it. of the documentary? I, 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 that if if Curry win this shit, it's in the LBJ versus Curry debate. Born in the same hospital in Akron, Ohio, a few years apart, destined to collide on the fate train. Man, I'm a fucking writer. The fate train, that's good shit. Yeah. That, I caught one game of it. 
and Austin Rib, uh, Austin Reeves went off. <laughs> you flowing like water. Yeah. Uh, Fuck but, Austin Rivers and your dumbass daddy who gave you an NBA career and sacrificed three years of the Clippers being good and that being a good role player spot. You shouldn't have got minutes. And they hated you for good reason. I don't care that you developed into a decent player. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I'm making you plural. Fuck it. That's your pronoun. You, they, them, nigga. Yeah. Uh, Is that ignorant? I don't even know if I could do that. I don't know either. So I'm going to move on from it. I just know back in the like... day, whenever you wanted to insult a nigga, you just called him a gender that wasn't the gender you was. You feel me? Fuck it. I ain't even calling niggas genders no more. I'm calling niggas animal. You fucking panda. <laughs> you feel me? Panda ass nigga. You fucking lemur. Lemur face ass nigga looking like a bobcat. You fucking. You fucking. What, the, what them things called? They got the uh, you fucking meerkat. <laughs> Do you think? Fuck that nigga. Nah, man. I mean that that series came out the way I wanted it to I'm come out. I'm a timestamp because people gonna watch this on YouTube, but they gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna click on this fuck Austin Reeves section because I feel that Austin <laughs> Rivers, not Austin Reeves. Shouts out to uh, shouts out to Mr. Swift. Um, I didn't catch a whole lot of it, man. I just realized that nigga that dating I... Taylor Swift, cuz. Oh, congratulations to cuz. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna put yeah, up my tweet yeah. from uh, when I found out. I put up a tweet that was like, man, they finna be clowning the fuck out the Lakers whenever we get in beat. They're gonna start jamming Taylor Swift. Now we got bad blood when we go to Denver and shit. You feel me when they smacking yeah. it? Don't let us fuck around and be down by 22. They dropping that shit straight in. Uh-oh. <laughs> I forgot the hook, but I, you know, y'all know the song. Shouts out to Taylor. Yeah, yeah, how that yeah. shit go? I don't know. It feels God like one up. of those nights. We ditched the whole scene. It feels like one of those nights. We end up doing some shit. <laughs> Yeah, I have no clue. Uh, I just started listening to uh, music. She say twenty two a bunch of times at some point, and it go up though. I like the song. I like the song. So don't come at me. You feel me? Unless you ah, unless you singing. Nah. You feel me? Don't come at I, me unless you singing music. the words. I'm good, talking about. Bro. I'm talking about to the audience. Oh, that's not the Bernie Mac. I'm gonna forever say it like that. Rest in power, bitchy. We got a lovely audience out here. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> I gotta start over there like that. You hear me? <laughs> Welcome tonight. to Conversations on Wax Network, and this is give me some headlines. Gotta start saying that thing like his call sign. I'm gonna record that shit and just start hitting click. You feel me? Putting that shit <laughs> in the pre-production, and then it just fade in, fading in from that headlines. Hey, get old girl to do a take. Let's get let's get a bunch of people doing takes. That's gonna be how we do niggas. Uh, like you know how the radio station come by and they uh-huh, be like, yeah, it's six o'clock. It's six o'clock at time of Grand Street. Rah, and then it cut in. Yeah, man, this your boy. Uh, Charla Charla McGee, Charla uh, Charla McGee, and Angela Gee. And uh, my girl DJ your, Envy. Said, what's your name? <laughs> he looked at DJ Envy, straight in that nigga face. That's it. 
<laughs> what nigga? Uh, huh? What's your name? <laughs> he said DJ Envy. <laughs> he said Lisa called me a girl. But my <laughs> bad, bro. Talk about the. Uh, you say you watch. What was your conclusion on the? Uh, I give you the final word on the Lakers, and then I let you speak on the uh, the Western Conference Finals. Um. I'm glad Braun won that just simply because of the playoff head to head. Steph had the uh he had the lead and so Braun got that closer to five hundred. So I was I was very glad for that outcome. As far as the Western Conference Finals, it didn't go out how I wanted it to go. I definitely thought that Oh, my bad. I was just going to let you do your thing because I had talked so much about the Warriors. For the listeners in the audience who ain't watching on the audio cast, the Western Conference Finals featured the Lakers versus the Nuggets, and the Lakers lost in a five. No, they lost. They got swept. (laughs) You are correct. The Lakers (laughs) lost in four games. I refuse to say that other phrase about my team. The Lakers lost in four games. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, it, it, it didn't go how it was supposed to. This go. nigga, a dirty rascal. How many games New Orleans lost in, nigga? Uh, in a beignet and a porn star. We'll talk about that another show. We'll talk about that game. next week. Oh, oh, it's yeah. one of the headlines that I done wrote down. You hear me? Next week yeah. gonna be a fire show, y'all. It's gonna be a, a big ass conversation on wax, and we might have some guests pop in and out for a few tiapi kiss. But yeah, do your thing, man. Uh, yeah, Western Conference Finals, Nuggets versus Lakers. Um, I thought I thought the Lakers could pull it out as long as that series went on. When it got when it went up 2-0, once they got that third one, I knew they probably weren't gonna get that 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 fourth game. Like I, I was like, man, just just pack it in because they just look the Nuggets just look way too good. Like as far as team ball goes. They looked very cohesive, and the Lakers did not look cohesive <laughs> whatsoever. Jamal did. Jokic always does what he does. Jamal was healthy, and he played. He played with the with the vengeance that I thought he was going to play with. Now that he's a healthy, like he, he's healthy. So, yeah. And it was just a wrap because the players. The that thing we that made me sad show up for the Lakers were just not. The thing that made me saddest about this whole playoff run, and I ain't said shit about this team the whole time, because they beat my Lakers in four. But I really like this team that played the Heat in the championship and won in five games. They only lost four games in the entire playoff run. But they're with the, the late show and some of the other great runs up there. And before I say what I'll say, I'll go ahead and say this to absolutely anyone who is fixing their lips to say, man, it's one of the easiest runs to a title in NBA history. Let me just remind you that the reason you play 82 games, I'm going to look directly into the camera when I say this, talk directly into the microphone. The reason they play 82 games it's the term is to determine the seeding for the playoffs. And when you are the number one seed, 
you have the easiest path to the finals. You have home court advantage and you play the worst seed possible. It is why they play 82 games from October to the end of April. The number one seed supposed to have an easy path to a motherfucking championship if they do their damn job. For anybody who was the number one seed and didn't win the title, don't let them sit around talking about they didn't fail. Yes, you did, Giannis. You didn't do what the Nuggets did as a number one seed to an eight seed. You failed. Guess what? You lost. You're not LeVar Ball. You're Lonzo Ball. <laughs> oh, pray for Lonzo. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> oh, hello, friends. I'm COD Decatur Boy Music, and you may currently find me at the dentist's office where I just was hanging out, kicking it with the new czar in town. Congratulations, final MVP and champion, Nikola Jokic, and your partner, Jamal Murray, and uh, what's they got? Michael Porter Jr., and uh, Chris Brown. Braun, whichever one you want to go by, your druther, uh, KCP, you got my Lakers a championship, so I love you and I respect that Kobe championship you won. Shouts out to those guys in Denver, celebrate, and when I come out there, smoke one with me. <laughs> Moving right along to something that isn't quite as sweet as the pain, we're talking about a little Novocaine. We gonna take it on over to the dentist's office to the wrong type of drill music. You feel me? <laughs> hey, hey, that's my dr, that's my brr. Hey, my dr, but my mur. You feel me? And we gonna start <laughs> off with a little Reddit read. What is the worst dentist experience you've ever had? I'm going to give you two, and then we're going to toss it to somebody who got some recent experiences they may be able to speak to. Drilling the cavity. They didn't give me enough to numb my jaw. I told him to stop because I could feel it. He just said he'd be done shortly and kept going. <laughs> Second person worst experience with a dentist. A dentist rear-ended me and totaled my car. <laughs> these dentists, these dentists, the menace out here. You feel what I'm saying? These niggas out here fucking up teeth and the streets. You feel me? P, I tossed it to you. And I got a few more scores I might drop too. No. The procedure going on. It's a chop, 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 chop session, my man. <laughs> so, your dog has had. I lose. I kind of lose count. I think it's. I've had a lot of mouth oral surgeries over the past several months. It started off with a deep cleaning, which sounds harmless, but when they throw that deep in front of it, man, it is not pleasant. They when they throw Novocaine in your mouth to clean your teeth, they about to really get them elbows in there and get on your ass. 
So it started off with a deep cleaning. That was a few months ago. And then they prepared your boy for a root canal. And when it comes to a We're going to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> get to the root. Man. The worst part about the root canal was... And so with the deep cleaning, I learned my lesson. Is It ain't the actual feeling that bother you. And so I had to get... With the first... With the deep cleaning, I had to get three... I'm sorry, two Novocaine shots. For the root canal, I had to get two Novocaine shots. Hold on, that hold was, on. I'm going to interject two, stories in between yours. Is that cool? Yeah, that's what's up. I needed 12 fillings. They gave me no Novocaine. Oh, I was 12 and needed fillings. They gave me no Novocaine. I made sure not to scream because I thought it was all normal and didn't want to seem like a bitch. I proudly told my mom after that I got them done with no Novocaine and she flipped her shit on the dentist. <laughs> she did got some wild ass stories, but I'd have been in that bitch tripping. Fuck you talking about. Soon as I heard, I'd be like, hold up, this ain't right. Yeah, it, it's not, bro. So what you're looking like, they drill, I don't even know, like look up root canal. And my lady, I told my lady, I got to get a root canal. And she told me, don't look it up before you go do it. <laughs> She's like, I never had one done, but I've heard about them shits. And if you go look it up before you do it, you're going to feel a whole lot different. And so what I did was I called my doctor. I was like, can I bring some sunglasses and some headphones in there? Because I do not want to listen to anything that happened. Because that deep cleaning had me shook with the sounds that I heard with nothing on my ears. The root canal is two-parted. The first part is they drill all the way down to your nerve. They remove the nerve. Hold up, hold up, they... hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm holding it up because I think my dog is about to show you what, what a root canal uh, is and like what, it, what you have to go through. So yeah, they take I'm a drill. Start playing the fucking music. They, they take a drill. They take a drill. They drill all the way down to the root. They remove that guy. They remove it. And then they clean it all out. With, yeah, which is what you're looking at there. They press the joint in there. Yep. They, they, they replace the nerve. They fill it up. So this happens. Where they get part. that pink shit? That's your. That's a different nerve. Where they get that nerve that's, from? You. That's, that's, nah, bro. That's the. It's a manufactured nerve. I have a mechanical nerve or whatever the hell it is. I guess in my shit. So, so yeah. they know where you is at all times now. Probably you got one of them people trackers in. Uh, probably you gonna and be one of the people that aliens beam up. They gonna think it's the rapture. And so. You ever yeah. think that when niggas think about the rapture, is niggas getting beamed up into spaceships while the Earth oh. was uh, a cataclysm was happening back in the day? Maybe crazy ass earthquake and niggas just beaming up and they're like, "Oh damn!" But your boy though, and they was like, "We ain't probe you, cuz." Yeah, I don't know, probably, but that's what a root canal is today. I went in, I had to get five fillings and three sealants. It ended up being eight fillings 
and three siblings, and I had to get five Novocaine shots in my mouth. So right before this show, about an hour before this show, was my my mouth finally was unnumb, and now I'm feeling like the pain of it, and I have no pain medication. Hey, y'all don't even know this. That nigga pee through the wire game. That nigga (laughs) the left side of his face, (laughs) big it for that way you had it, ain't it? Uh, Yeah, the lot gun on the left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the side. That thing thick. You left handed. You don't know which side the left side of your face is on the top of your head. Yeah. (laughs) You had to touch it. You're like this side right here. You hear me? Well, for the for the folks who who looking straight on, they might not see what the left what the left side of my face is. When you watching your joint, do you have your image flipped so that you see yourself how you think you are? Mm-hmm. No, but the best thing the best thing about my dentist is she's super personable. Califragilisticexpialidocious. She's older. She's a hot girl. <laughs> like very white. Always wear makeup. Like. She loved Chad Me. I thought she, she was saying she referring to Wallace. No, 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 no. She from Turkey. She Turkey. Shouts out to me though. I made this video behind me from several other videos, by the way. This ain't just one video. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, preparation H. All up in your ass. She from Turkey? Uh, she from Turkey. Go ham then. Make a club yeah. sandwich. And she always she uh she always reaching he over. Didn't me. Get that. I said that to a girl from Turkey. She didn't give me her number. <laughs> she did. That's right. She was cool. She was cool on it. <laughs> and I was all right, but I had a good time. I enjoyed that joke. Told it three more women that night. Got one of their number. Shoot, shoot or shoot. EFM. Yeah. Fair, fair game. Straight oh. up. Pointed out. <laughs> that bitch right there from Turkey. She was like, where is this going? <laughs> Like, nah, let me take you there. That bitch from Turkey, right? <laughs> On the worst feeling I had today, man, they, uh, the Novocaine didn't work. And they started drilling, and I was like that kid in their first story. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't scream at them, but I like reacted. Like, my, my body dropped, and she was like, oh, are you not numb? I was like, no, I am not. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they go too far and just shoot it into open space instead into the nerve. Man, well, yeah, the like the front of my chin and shit was like bulging earlier. Uh, yeah, that's the from, open uh, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't so hit the was, nerve, you're not gonna numb shit. That's what feels stuff. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah. Um, long story short, man, go to the dentist. Pete went through that, so hopefully you didn't have to go through that. Go to the dentist, man. Get your joint checked out. Like, get your teeth cleaning every six months or however frequent you feel like you and if you it. a hood nigga go get you a job that got good benefits and work for three months real quick get all your work done and shit and then go do your thing man and then go, yeah for real for real but it's it ain't fraud though. if you really work the job that's just working a job yeah. and why are you working that job shit i'm working a job because i want health benefits what they gonna say oh this nigga here scamming going to work every day and shit trying to go get his health in order <laughs> I go to my PCP and I'm going to the dentist. I got to get these teeth right. I'm going to be sexy accepting these awards when I step on that stage. Y'all going to see me smiling. I ain't going to be sitting behind that mic no more once these things, once everything get real, really popping. But yeah, man, uh, go to the dentist. 
Like if you pay that, you pay that six dollars a month, uh, six to eighteen dollars a month for that policy for a reason. Um, don't let that bread go to waste because yeah, it is. When you got to do a whole bunch of stuff to get caught up on what you done missed out on all this time. It is not fun. I have been to the dentist at least twice a month for the past four months. That shit is not fun. Yeah, at yeah. Oh. It's part of why we took that long ass hiatus. This nigga mouth yeah. jacked up. Jacked up, man. <laughs> nigga, nigga come straight off of surgery and then have to travel for work. <laughs> Square business, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to Los Angeles Country Club, home of the 2023 U.S. Open Championship. Won by... Wyndham Clark, one stroke over Roy McElroy. Abraham Manser, Richard Brand, Dean Burmeister, Burmeister, Laurie Cantor, Paul Casey, Eugenio Chukata, Bryson DeChambeau, Sergio Garcia, Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch, e, e, Brandon Grace. Sam Horsfield, Charles Howard the third, Dustin Johnson, Matt Jones. I just found my favorite golfer, y'all. Martin Caver, C. Juan Kim, Brooks Kepka, Chase Kepka, because I'm gonna bring my team with me, Duck, Jason Cockrack. Okay. I found my second favorite golfer. Airbnb Lahiri, I'm playing a nearband Lahiri, Danny Lee, Mark Leishman, Lyman, whatever, Graham <laughs> McDowell, Phil Mickelson, the boy, the ageless wonder, the kid, Je- not Jedediah, but Phil, Jedediah Morgan, Sebastian Munoz, Kevin Na, Joaquin ne- Neiman, Luis, mm-hmm. U- what's his name? Who's- is, you know him. Oostazen. Oostazen. Carlos Ortiz. Mito Pereira. <laughs> Pereira. <laughs> I, I, I always find it funny when somebody fuck up a name, somebody give it to them, and they can't, they can't process it, and they fuck it up again. Pereira. Pat Perez. I'd love it if I did it just then. Thomas Peters. James Piot. Ian Poulter. David Puig. Patrick Reed, your name on Ryan, Charles, Charles, Schwartzel, Cameron Smith, Brandon Steele, Heinrich Stenson, Cameron Trengay, I'm going to call that nigga Triangle, Peter Whalen, (laughs) Harold Vaughn of the third, his daddy said, I got a good idea for a name, Scott Vincent, I'm going to name him after my daddy. Barnum's That's your black. name. Huh? Varno's black. He all black. He's still named after his granddaddy. Yeah, he Bubba did. Watson. Lee Westwood. Burn Westberger. Matthew Wolf, man. But shots out to the Gooch and to Peters. You feel me? Them my two favorite guys. No, it ain't Peters. It was, what was uh, that nigga? Cock, cock rack or something. Yeah, Gooch and cock rack. The boys are back in town. Oh, what do all these men have in common? 
They realize that you only L I V once. You only live once, people. T talk to him. And this is how the relationship between the PGA and your only live once golf the saga went before something spectacular happened. So let's break it down really quickly. And I have a lot of uh, talking points, but we're going we gonna to motor through these guys. Stay with me, if you will. The floor is yours. October, October 2021, plans are laid out. Private meeting with golf media members took place to outline plans for a new Saudi Arabian-backed golf series with Greg Norman as the uh, expected commissioner. March 22nd, 2000, March 2022, the schedule is announced for this golf uh, series and it's called Live Golf. Um, they announced it in June. Live Golf will begin and it will feature eight events that consisted of individual and team play with prize money reaching $255 million. $255 million exchanging hands in eight events, the first of which being in London. $20 million purses with an additional $5 million split among the top three teams each week. May 10th, 2022, PGA Tour denies players permission to play in that Lon in London and Greg Norman responded to that. May 31st, 2022, London Field announced Justin J Dustin Johnson headline that group. Sergio Garcia, Louis Ustazen, Ian Poulter, Taylor Gooch, Kevin Nye, and Lee Westwood were amongst that field of participants, which my dog kindly read out. June 9th. You can't throw a party without the Gooch. Can't throw one. June 9th. 2022, a little over a year ago, the commissioner of the PGA, Mr. Monahan, suspends the defectors. He says, we have followed the tournament <laughs> regulations from start to finish and responding to those players who have decided to turn their backs on the PGA Tour by willfully violating a regulation. We'll touch base on this a little bit later on. But this also applies to the tours sanctioned by the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, the PGA Tour of Champions, PGA Tour Canada, and PGA Tour Latino America. June 9th, 2022, Hola. Charles Swartzel wins the first live golf event. June 21st, 2022, Brooks Kepka signs with live golf. Brooks Kepka is a PGA major winner. Dustin Johnson, also a major winner. Bryson DeChambeau, also a major winner. Patrick Weed, all, Patrick Reed, also a major winner. Phil Mickelson, also Weed is a, a major multi, winner. It is. Phil Mickelson, also a major winner. And Abraham Answer were the biggest names playing in that tournament. June 22nd, 2022, Monahan, the PGA commissioner, had a press conference at the Travelers Championship. Five key takeaways from that. FedEx Cup playoff season gets revised for 2023. Calendar-based season returns. Massive purse increases at eight events. No free lunch on the PGA Tour. For players joining the Live Series, there's no coming back. All of these are pertinent points. August 2nd, 2022, Phil Mickelson, among the 11 Live Golf players, filing a lawsuit against the PGA Tour, challenging their PGA Tour suspensions. August 16th, 2022, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, two of the biggest names in golf today, 
and in this generation, hosts a players-only meeting at the BMW Championship. One week and one day later, Tiger Woods and that same man, Roy McIlroy, announced its first franchise, TGL, TGL, a tech, new tech-enabled indoor golf league. We'll touch base on this a little bit later. But this league... But wait, there's more. There's more. And so I do want to go into what that league is and what it looks like, uh, but I'll come back to that. August 30th, 2022, Open Champion Cam Smith. The Open Championship is the biggest and oldest um, major championship. It's held in Europe every year at one of their oldest courses. Cam Smith signs with Live Golf following his win. September 28th, 2022, Jay Monahan, the PGA Commissioner, shoots down idea of PGA Tour and Live Golf coexisting. This is huge news. October 5th, 2022, Live Golf as strategic alliance with development MENA Tour, which is the Middle East and Northern Africa Tour, an effort to gain official hey, world hey. golf ranking OWGR ranking points. October 6th, one day later, Live Golf members will not earn OWGR ranking points in Bangkok or Jeddah OWGR reviewing changes to MENA Tour. October 29th, RA will not ban eligible live players from the 2023 Open. R&A is uh, it's the old European PGA Commission. Um, October 30th, 2022, Dustin Johnson White leads the four aces golf club to the first live championship. November 15th, Mr. White folks. November 15, 2022, Roy McElroy says Greg Norman needs to go. <laughs> November 29th, two weeks later, Tiger Woods says Greg Norman has to go so we can get some shit done. December 16, 2022, Live Golf's Chief Operating Officer, Atul Koshla, resigns. December 20th, 2022, Augusta National will says we will allow these eligible live players to play at the 2023 Masters. We don't know what the hell y'all talking about. If we want the best players to play. May, this may is I interject some in the timeline? Go ahead. Later that very same night, Greg Norman hit him with the Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. Guess what? I'm not leaving. I'm not, no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> He's standing there like Will Smith when he seen that big presser to getting smacked down in the car and hitch. Just watching to get smacked down. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. What did I do? January, January 19th, 2023. Live Golf. And Look the at that nigga network. You see that nigga? My man. It will be K. Oh, January 29th, January 19th, 2023. We are in this year. Live Golf and the CW Network agree on a multi-year TV deal. A week later, January 26th, Jonathan Grella resigns as chief communication officer of Live. They've lost two members of that leadership at this point. February 17th, Live Golf's antitrust lawsuit against the PGA Tour handed severe blow in federal court. Uh, Live Golf attorneys 
and attempted to shed light on the PGA Tour's organizational structure and financial dealings. The head of the Saudi Arabia's public investment fund tried to avoid the same fate claiming sovereign immunity. So he tried to open up the books on the PGA and the PGA said, cool, we're going to open up your books. And he said, oh, well, hold up, sovereign immunity, immunity over here, playboy. Y'all mm-hmm. can't do that. It's the difference between sovereign immunity and them claiming nonprofit status. Exactly. Two big, 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 big difference. Big, May big 3rd, difference. 2023, Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, Richard Bland officially resigned from the DP World Tour. That's the that's the PGA of, the, of Europe. May 4th, 2023, U.S. Department of Justice investigates former President also Donald Trump for double penetration. It is. They investigate Donald Trump for his ties to live golf amid a large of that old rascal. Yeah, yeah. Two of the events, two of the eight events are held at his golf courses, which is why they investigate his ass. May 4th, the very next day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. May 17th, two weeks later. Phil Mickelson. Oh, and I was saying that because he be smashing porn stars. It, it ain't had, oh, yeah. I ain't even know oh, yeah. that. On a DP he informed yeah, yeah. y'all. <laughs> on the DP tip. Oh. May 17th, 2023, Phil Mickelson, other live golf players, interviewed for Justice Department's PGA Tour investigation. The very next day, the judge grants live golf a stay of discovery pending appeal. So a stay of discovery is we will y'all get that immunity y'all I was asking for pending pending review. We are at May 18th, 2023, June 6th, 2023. The PGA Tour announces they have merged with Saudi Arabia-backed rival Live Golf to form new global entity. June 18th, the Justice Department notifies PGA Tour that it will review that merger with Live Golf over an anti over antitrust concerns. So, folks, we are 18 months in and a whole lot of mess that happened. And, oh, hold up. Remember that TGL league, that Roy McElroy Tiger Woods league of virtual golf? June 8th, 2023, TGL, the new tech-enabled indoor golf league by Tiger Woods and Roy McElroy, announces its first franchise. The L.A. team is now a thing. The owners of the L.A. team are... Serena and Venus Williams mm. and, and Serena's husband, owner of what platform? The one my dog was dogging earlier, Reddit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fuck them then. I won't be a fan of that team. I hope they fail. Uh, Spectacularly. So, I'm a so root yeah, for whatever man. Steph Curry team is. Yeah, so my dog just mentioned Steph Curry is as he's mentioned Steph Curry's name. Steph Curry is an investor in uh, TGL. And so the confirmed investors with big names are Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, Steph Curry, point guard for the Golden State Warriors, uh, Shohai Otani, pitcher and uh, DH for the Anaheim Angels, uh, Gareth Bell, don't know who the hell that is, Arthur Blank, owner of Home Depot and the Atlanta Falcons, David, uh, somebody, uh, John Henry, Shaquille O'Neal, we all know who that is, Dwayne Wayne, 
Dwayne Wade, is who I think that should be. Kevin Durant, Lewis Hamilton, F1 driver, Tony Romo, Justin Timberlake, Sidney Crosby, famous hockey player, Justin Bieber, DJ Khaled, Macklemore, the rapper, Darius Rucker, famous golf uh, personality, and lead Bro, you name all these motherfuckers, the and you going to qualify the GOAT? You got to qualify Sidney Crosby? Oh, my bad. Wayne Gretzky. Never mind. Yeah, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hold my up. bad. My bad. The great one. Hold up. In my bad. And Alex Moore. Don't get me hockey. I know y'all fight about it. I ain't mean it. So the players. So they tried to rename my team the Peaches. So they got rid of the Thrashers. Forgive yeah. me, y'all. We struggling yeah. with the hockey knowledge in Atlanta. I would have been a super hockey fan had they not took my team. Hockey pretty cool from out here. The Man, confirmed players amazing. from the PGA from the PGA are Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Colin Morikawa, Matt Fitzpatrick, Ricky Fowler, Billy Horschel, Justin Rose, Xander Shoffley, and Max Homer. Twelve of the best players in the world. And six yet to be announced. Uh, Tiger them coming for the money. So the way their league is going to work out is it's going to be one venue. Eight teams, one venue in Palm Beach, Florida on 10 acres. It's going to seat 15 to 2,000 people. It's going to be a big-ass IMAX screen is where they're going to drive from. And then and they will have... Uh, it's going to be 18 holes. And then they'll have within... That joint, they will have like areas where you pitch, uh, drive out of the sand, uh, um, pitch up out of the sand, and then um, chip and putt and shit. And so it's gonna be very, very fan immersive. Uh, but that shit gonna get money, big, 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 big money. But you're gonna um, be able to gamble on it. exactly. And they probably negotiated deals for percentages. But notice the amount of teams they chose. Bill Russell's NBA today. Shouts out mm-hmm. to us. Shouts out to us. And we will be covering that league as your dog P is voracious out of golf. We them <laughs> soccer golf boys. Soccer Y'all, golf boys. It's already niggas covering the NBA and all that. We soccer golf hockey boys. I'm going to get back into hockey next season. We turn it up. Shouts out to the VGN. The owner predicted this year from the moment he bought it. Shouts out to the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, man. Um, all, the ownership breakdown of uh, TGL is Tomorrow Sports, which is Tiger and Rory. They own 54%. The PGA Tour owns 18%. The franchise owners own 18%. And a player pool gets 10%. That's how that league breaks down. Um, the owners will make money from revenue sharing, sponsorships, merchandise, ticket sales, events, and team media opportunities. But Golf is quickly becoming a very, very interesting sport because of, and this is only because of, the existence of the only live once golf. Had live not come along, a lot of these things aren't accelerated. The golf, because they, the PGA Tour, oh yeah, these are things we wanted to do, but they only you're only doing these because you're trying to keep your audience. And so thank you, Live Golf for coming and showing us how competition makes motherfuckers move their ass. When you have a monopoly on something, you can get very, very stale and stagnant and it can sour the product 
But when you get other competitors in the market and they have a product and that product has resources to back it, oh, what a world. Oh, what a world. So the golf and boys, man, we, we, we finna cook on this golf. The machine, one thing man. I would like to it's point special. out is that PGA, I know y'all heard the timeline my brother laid out so eloquently for you with me interrupting here and there with some comedy stylings. But uh, yeah, PGA declared that anybody who went to live wouldn't be able to come back. Mm-hmm. And while Rory was blindsided and found out when we all did that they were, quote unquote, not merging with Liv, because he didn't announce that in the timeline. When they announced they was investigating, they then announced that this wasn't a merger. Liv was becoming a limited partner or had invested mm-hmm. some shit. But anyway, we'll get into that in later shows when we get better details and give you some headlines. But the point is, Liv had existed for less than 18 months and refused to do this deal unless their guys not only got to come back, but kept their contracts. That's how hard they rolled for their golfers. And they had only existed for 18 months. The PGA Tour made sure they got their check. And now, Rory, Tiger, and the gang running around trying to find a bag elsewhere. i just like to point that out because we keep it 1,000 here and give me some headlines. Can I camel back on a point that you just made, bro? Final Think about yours, that. Yes, sir. Think about that. My daughter has pointed out to you that the PGA condemned the defectors that went over to live. They call them defectors they said that y'all can't come back to the PGA because that's y'all went over there. Keep that in mind. The Saudis said, because y'all came over here, we're going to get y'all y'all bag and we will not merge with the PGA unless y'all got y'all bag. So the PGA kept the people who were remaining loyal to them away from big bags, big, big, big bags. From twenty from twenty million dollar purses and five million dollar bonuses every event, every event you only get those size purses in PGA majors. Live golf off with that every event plus a kicker. The PGA kept its players away from that big 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 bag, big big big, and then went behind their backs. And merged with this same group has a fund that the PIF and live will put money into that they can use how they see fit. And they still not giving their players that bag that Saudi said, we're not coming over there unless our players keep their contracts that they signed on to have with us. And the reason why the PGA said that they would not merge with the Saudis is because of atrocities that the Saudi government had undertaken and we'll never know what those atrocities are and they were so strong in their America pursuit but they just merged and taken that Saudi bag the one that they condemned the players for when the parents condemned the kids for some shit 
That is exactly what this is that just happened. And the Saudis held their dogs down and said, oh, no, we're not doing it. We, we good how we is. If y'all want to merge with us, fine, dandy. But part of the stipulations is the cats who came over here and said, we're going to deal with this ridicule for, for 18 months. They get to keep that bag that we promised them. And that's on God. And just like that, we back. It's your boy P. Henry Trotter, a.k.a. Home Run Trot. Back in the saddle with my dog, C.O.D., the Cater Boy of Music. And you know we always come to that part, that wonderful, wonderful part of every episode of Give Me Some Headlines on this here network. And that part that I'm speaking of is... What's the name of the segment, my G? Could you tell me something good? Yes, I can. In my Sherman Clump voice. And yes, I is. Uh, Shout out to my dog. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> that album. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, there's a day in the year that everybody don't look forward to unless they got several children and that day is tax day but this tax day in the year of our lord 2023 lbj something special happened this year man something very special happened on this tax day we turned up and you in the community might be saying, what the hell does that mean? What the hell is he talking about? This tax day, this turn up, this turn up, this tax day. Well, if you can recall, around about this time last year, we made an announcement on this show. Round by Mother's Day. We write out the Father's Day. Today is Juneteenth. Shouts out. Um to black people all over the diaspora the melanated something happened man we announced that your dog made a leap in his personal life got engaged but this tax day this turn up year of our lord 2023 he got married man we went ahead and tied that night with the old lady, man. Now nah, I got a damn wedding band, dog. Shit crazy, cuz. Ooh, he fancy. Hey, you know what I mean? Hey. So when I, when I hear the nigga, I leave a, a, a wedding band imprint right in the noggin. Well, yeah, <laughs> the man. fuck we- kind of noise in that? <laughs> nigga got recoil on the punch. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, your dog got married. Man. We actually, you think you will? Chuck Norris punching a horse? What the fuck is that? <laughs> this thing is yeah. crazy. But man, we out here, man. My dog came out here. Um, had a little bit of wedding, man. It was, it was, it was cold, man. It was. 
it was really dope. Um, hey, my right there, smooth as a jackrabbit. Hey, you talking about? Can I tell you something funny here, bro? Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to my uh, my brother Lane Beasy. Lane Beasy. Uh, bro, tell you what it did. What the first thing he said to me when I got back to the team, right? He is like. When you walked up there, I looked at you and I was like, oh, this nigga really gonna keep it jacking like that. Bro, when I tell you, we laughed so motherfucking hard, bro. It was like little shit like that the whole weekend to have me fucking rolling, bro. He was like, oh, okay. And then he said, then when you got into that shot, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> and I was like, I understand exactly what the fuck he's saying, though. He said it with as few words as neat as necessary. You feel me? But I understand yeah. exactly what the fuck he was saying. He was like, oh, this thing really going to keep it checking like that. <laughs> what my dog is referring to is he gave a speech. Uh, he gave a toast uh, during the reception. And he draped his jacket over his shoulders and didn't put his arms through. <laughs> that's, that, that's the visual he put the jacket over his shoulders and he had his arms outside of the jacket but the jacket was on his shoulders <laughs> it was never very uh, never lost yeah it was it was very players ballish if, if that if that's a if that's a visual that, that the that the community is familiar with um if you watch Chappelle's show, I think Chappelle, <laughs> uh, Silky John Steen, he had he he did he do the same joint where he put the jacket over his shoulders, but he don't put his arms through the arms of the jacket. And it's this is some it's some slick shit. I did it. Uh, I went to the ballet uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> pulled the same move. Got a lot of got a lot of compliments. <laughs> exactly. He said, "Hold up." Right in my bag, you feel me? Yeah, we, yeah, we know that that thing, right? Man, okay, we, we turned up on tax day, 4, 4 15, 2023, and uh, didn't end the night with me, some of my closest friends at the strip club, eating a wonderful breakfast, throwing some, throwing some dollar bills. On some woman heels <laughs> with my lady. <laughs> your audio skipping around and it went at the strip club. I said, Oh, that's gonna be fire on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. It oh, definitely God, was God. way more of a turn up than I thought a wedding could be. That was kind of funny. It was dope. Yeah, it went by so man. fast. Yeah. They say only yeah. your wedding go by so fast, but your wedding went by fast, bro. It was a great time. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Miss Murph White. She did an amazing job. I went oh, to man, that nigga yeah. Murph, and I was like, man, I had Pete Shorty the whole weekend. I ain't see her read no cue cards or nothing. Did Shorty rehearse what she been practicing for months? Like, what the hell going on? She 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 a professional. She she you brought in a ring or what's going on? I just thought interrogating this nigga. And, he, and when he when he finally stopped laughing, he was like, Nah, man, she do this shit for like work and shit. You, apparently, she is a pro, but she did an amazing yeah. fucking job. It did come across your desk. Shouts out to you. You were fantastic. I've been talking good about you behind your back ever since then. Yeah, it's uh, 
I've appreciated it. Not that I ever talked bad about you behind your back, but I make it a habit <laughs> to talk good about people behind their back. Yeah. If you ever hear what I've been saying about you, it's going to make you smile, whoever ye may be. Yeah. Y'all did a thing, man. I've appreciated two weddings. She did an impeccable job. Better than she, like, I, I'm very seldom in the moment. Like really, really in the moment. And I got to I don't know if it was divine intervention or, or, or what have you, man, but getting to stand up there like with my shorty holding her hands, man, and listening to like Christian give her officiate or officiant speech or a sermon or whatever whatever you call it, bro. It was super dope. Um but like, yeah, God was speaking through her, bro. Like it was like with the things she was saying was super, super fucking dope and really, really helped me to be in the moment, man. So shouts out to her. Like, I like could could have been be professional, the enunciation, but to be personable, to be relatable, like it's hard to communicate all of that in the same voice. You usually have to choose between them. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. she was fantastic. Yeah. She yeah, it was it was one of a kind, man. So yeah, we she 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 sincerely blessed us, man, and we we was blessed the entire week, like leading up to um, the entire day, man. Like, Couldn't have asked that's a, for a better. That's day. a role normally held by a member of the clergy. So there's a level of respect that needs to be conveyed. But there's a feel, even though I do know her, she made you feel like anybody in the room knew her. You know what I'm saying? And was yeah. a part of it just like they were a part of the love whether you were there for you or you were there for Carmen we were all one in that moment and as the officiant she was the maestro of that moment and she had that yeah. motherfucker wizard wand flittering you feel me yeah. Yeah. Miss Miss Murph Mim- aka Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> Harriet Potter <laughs> <laughs> At your time stamp, that we could delete it from the podcast this week, want. mate. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta ask your dog you. Here this, I gotta ask you this, bro. And then you could do your wrap up after this, or we could just get back in and talk about the wedding. But I got this time stamp and I'll book in it, bro. I told you, bro. I tried to get bro to go before me, but he insisted. Like he didn't really insist, but he was like. Oh, you want to go last? And da, da, da. Like, oh, I'm not going to do all that with you. You can go last. And then I went and I did my thing. You feel me? Yeah. Ooh. Did you guys talk about the toast? What was the conversation for the newlyweds about the toast? Like, it, I, I, really, I ain't really on some tell me about me shit. Y'all could keep that private forever. You feel me? Uh, But... Tell, please tell me about how you felt about the order and how 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 that situation played out. That shit. We was at the table. Like, I'm so ha- glad I got to go sit down for it so I could enjoy it. <laughs> Talk to me, bro. How'd you feel about the choices that he took? Like, really just hit me with the Madden play-by-play, man. It was an experience. Like, Lank and his wife had me fucking rolling, boy. When I rolling, tell you, they bro. funny as fuck rolling. together. Funny as fuck. Did you hear them? Some of the same. Nah, I didn't hear them at the wedding, but I did hear them 
once we got to the after party. Bruh, they they, they shared they thought they as shared, he they thought, as he keep it, going it, it, through. It was, it was like wife. It, it was it was it was it was the, it was wifey who really she was like free it. Uh, <laughs> at the wedding, bro. As he going through it, bro, he had just said something about the youth. She looked me dead in my face and was like, "If he named one more ex, bitch, uh, ain't ain't nobody gonna do anything. Ain't nobody gonna do something." And she started looking around. That nigga named one more like ex, bro. And that nigga light popped out of nowhere like Spider Man with two drinks, handed his wife a drink, and said. Man, ain't nobody gonna do something. And I was like, oh, y'all are perfect pal. Yeah, that they, was, yeah. The time they, it was so crazy. It's like, ain't nobody gonna do that. Is it gonna have to be me? I'm already standing up. <laughs> She's like, sit down, sit down. <laughs> that nigga that nigga was on one boy, but you tell me about your thoughts on it. The ta- the black table was having the, the whole room was black. But I say the black table because we we was black niggas. We was black at a wedding. I can't wait to like I can't wait to get back up. And I had time to just talk, like hit the driving range before the round. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to just talk about the wedding, man. That shit was so crazy. And honeymoon, this shit. I give you a. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some insight to. It was. It's been talked about several times, but. <laughs> between, but between, this is why, I, tell Shawty, everything, is because. She knew all of this shit. Like these are things, all these stories that he was sharing, she already knew. So that was the good thing about it is that none of this shit was a shock to my lady. It was just a shock that everybody was hearing it at my wedding. And so the thing that there was one instance where there was no, there was a lack of clarity. And that was the one where he was like, yeah. Cause he was dating this chick, and he brought her home. Or he, uh, he, he was dating her, and like he had stopped talking to her, some shit like that. And like she had came back through Houston, and me and her was cool. So we got up one day, and like she came to the crib, and he made it sound like we, like I took his like sloppy seconds or some shit, and like smashed her on the couch. And Carmen was like, "You didn't tell me that happened." I was like, "Oh no, no, that was a lack of clarity on Cuz part." She just slept. She slept on the couch in the crib, but I was in my room. Like I had nothing to do with this. And so Farley brought that shit up. We had uh, once I got back from the honeymoon, we had poker night, and Farley brought that shit up. He's like, "Sam, you almost fucked. Like you really fucked up and had Fred out here looking like he was taking your sloppy seconds or some shit because you didn't clarify what the fuck had happened with that chick." He was like, "It's." Send your phone. I'm sure it is right now. Read through that shit right now, right here. And he ran back through it. He was like, "Oh fuck!" And he's like, "Exactly, bro." He was like, "Did you not proofread this shit for clarity?" That's what was wild for the table. Like when they noticed that he was reading this shit, they was like, "He planned this. He not drunk." I said, "Oh, he drunk. <laughs> he definitely drunk." But that ain't. I don't know what's going on. If he, it was yeah, a good time. For me, yeah, for me and Shawty, like it was. Yeah, it was a good time, man. I told like so it was, y'all it took it, was it in good like, spirit. Once, once it got, yeah, man, we wasn't tripping, bro. Like we 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 legit wasn't tripping, man. Um, it was funny to hear everybody's reaction to it because my uncle Wayne, my uncle Wayne, Bruh. even made he's like, "Hey, man, could could put all your little business out there, didn't?" 
And nigga, Uncle Wayne look, said, I'm glad look. I finished my little drink after you said to the rose. I had to drink on that. You feel me? I said, you knew it. I started to say, take that, Hawkins. You lost one. You feel me? We got you. We just yeah, keep man. getting stronger. We taking the best of you. <laughs> just yeah, start man. beefing with them right then and there. That shit was funny, man. That shit was funny. Um, yeah, because buddy, he recovered well, man. Like he 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 eventually got to me being a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he got there. It took a minute. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, know he was going. I ain't know that's where but, everything was headed. But also, but also, I thought it was going to end with the so you're hanging up your pecker. What? <laughs> so you're hanging it up, eh? You sure? Also, I thought he was going to hit you with that after you done already said I do. Go ahead. And what he be hitting motherfuckers, other motherfuckers with? Like, because he gives speeches and literally everybody win. Uh, and, that was, and it's only two that he's given that's been mild, which is mine and our other homie who's a doctor. That was and, the mild speech? Dog, this is what this nigga said at one of the homies' speech, bro. And like, it, it, this is what he said at the, at the nigga wedding, at his rehearsal dinner, in front of this man's family, his wife, family, his his homie's sister. This is what he said. He said, it's crazy. If you go to, I'm going to change the name. If you go to Michael's Facebook feed, you would think he was fucking his sister. (laughs) 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 He said that. He said that. He's... So, I got a light. <laughs> a light. If you went to his Facebook feed, you think he was, and the, and oh, uh, I, I can't even say what, it, what the other thing because you, you the, people go watch this and you know, like once for this, once once GSA's really get the power, and we got an audience of a hundred thousand. It's gonna get around to it, but I just can't have it all. I can't have I can't have this on wax. I can't even say the other shit he said. But it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was bad. But you can mm-hmm. bro. It was one of the moments like where like his ball hit me up. He like, bro, we really gotta write like a sitcom. Cause we done been in some funny shit. It was one of the moments where some funny shit happened or like some wild shit. Somebody say something wild and you don't hear anything but like the gasps of people and like forks hitting plates, like, oh my God, he said that. <laughs> and like he just get real uncomfortable in that bitch. Um, but yeah, man. Big dog. Big dog got some, he got a set on him and he'll say some shit. He will say some shit.